Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Thanks for joining us a moment as we take a look at the book. I hold in my hand a five-part audio series on CD entitled The Age of Antichrist. You know, one of the most asked questions that I am confronted with as I travel across the United States and around the world, do I believe that the Antichrist is alive on earth today? Well, I have much to say in this series, Age of Antichrist, that will give you my ultimate answer. I want you to take a moment with me, if you will, right now, and let's look at the connection between the city of Rome, the church that is located there, and the Antichrist. We'll be back, and I'll tell you how you can receive your copy of this entire five-hour audio series on CD entitled The Age of Antichrist. But first, let's listen to Ecclesiastical Babylon. And he goes into perdition, we know that. It's a very plain as I read it. Verse 12, and the ten horns which I saw as we've already read. Verse 13, these have one mind, the revived Roman Empire, and they shall give their power and strength unto the beast. And these shall make war with the Lamb. That's what happens this false church over intermingling with the revived Roman Empire shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. We know that, for he is the Lord of lords and the King of kings, and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. Skip verse 15, that describes the waters. Now look at verse 16. What's going to happen to this church? What's going to take place? How is it going to evolve? What's going to go on? Verse 16, and the ten horns which thou sawest, the revived Roman Empire, upon the beast, that's the Antichrist, these shall hate, excuse me, I'm sorry, the ten horns which thou sawest upon the beast, that's the revived Roman Empire, these shall hate the whore. The revived Roman Empire are going to hate the false church and shall make her desolate and naked and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. They're going to destroy the false church at the midway point of the tribulation. Why? Because Antichrist, who's over the revived Roman Empire, is going to receive all the worship. We study it tomorrow morning. The false prophet comes into existence, chapter 13, verse 11 and following, to make the world worship the beast, the Antichrist. And so if there's a religiosity, a one-world false religion, how be it, it has to be removed. And so the revived Roman Empire is going to hate it. It's going to eat it up. It's going to burn it. It's going to get rid of it. Interestingly, this is all in God's will. Look at here in verse 16, uh, verse 17. I love this. For God hath put in their hearts to fulfill his will into the hearts of evil men. Into the hearts of evil men. God has put into their hearts to fulfill his will and to agree and to give their kingdom unto the beast. That's the Antichrist. Their kingdom, now the revived Roman Empire, gives their kingdom to the beast until the words of God shall be fulfilled and ultimately until his prophecy is laid out. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the kings of the earth. Chapter 18, verse 1. And after these things I saw another angel come from heaven. Verse 2. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, Babylon the great is fallen. A different Babylon. Are we here? Are we at this spot? Let me conclude by looking at two verses very quickly. First Timothy. First Timothy chapter 4. 
1 Timothy 4, verse 1. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly. Can't be any more definite than that, can you? That in the latter times, the end, before Christ comes, some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Some shall depart from the faith. Why? The answer is in 1 John chapter 2, verse 19. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. For they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. Apostasy. The falling away from the faith. The false church that will come to power. And Paul writes to Timothy, you tell those people in Ephesus where you're ministering. Listen to me, Ephesus. The apostasy is coming. One more, look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. 2 Timothy chapter 3. Paul is definite when he talked about the end times. Here again he's talking about the end times. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come And you know much of what it says here. By the way, blasphemers is listed in the list of things that they will do at the end times. Verse 3, with that natural affection, sodomizing. Verse 5, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. Verse 13, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. I rest my case. We're here at a point in time for the false church to come on the scene. Everything we see in Christianity, it's coming together. The apostate church is ready to have a leader. And a structure to revive Roman Empire. It's ready to come on the scene. The Antichrist, who will rule over the false church, it's ready to come on the scene. Paul said in the last days, in the pulpits, they'll teach doctrines of devils. In the last days. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Getting worse and worse and worse till it comes. That revived Roman Empire, reinforced ecclesiastical Babylon, that false church right here in the first three and a half years. But just before it, Jesus steps out on a cloud. The archangel shouts, the trumpet of God sounds. Jesus shouts, and we're out of here. Heavenly Father, thank you for the book. I've endeavored to look at it objectively. I've endeavored to try to take all the evidence, internal evidence, 
external evidence. Bring it to the table and examine what you sent the angel to tell John the Revelator to pass along to us. Might we understand that which you've given to us so we can grasp where we are in your time. Quickly approaching the establishment of a false church over the revived Roman Empire headed up by the Antichrist. And if my understanding is correct, how close might we be? And again, Father, I'm not telling you what you have to do. My statement was how close might we be to the rapture. In light of that, how then ought we to live? Help us answer that question in our study, our understanding of the Word of God. In my precious name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. You have just been able to listen to a portion of one part of this five-part audio series on CD entitled Age of Antichrist. This particular part of it, the Ecclesiastical Babylon. Well, there is much more that needs to be said, and you need to have your copy so you can listen to the entire study on the Age of Antichrist. I do believe the Antichrist is alive and well on planet Earth. You need to have a better understanding, a biblical understanding, of this coming world dictator. You can do that when you get your copy of Age of Antichrist, a five-part audio series on CD. Why don't you go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, or you can call our toll-free number, and you can make your order of this five-part audio series on CD, Age of Antichrist. That number to call is 8 Prophecy 8 877-674-3298. It's a toll-free number from across America. I said a moment ago, I believe the Antichrist is alive and well on planet Earth. Let me make this one final statement. He will not appear and be known to the world until after the rapture takes place. And that could happen at any moment. Having said that, nothing left for me to say, except let's keep looking up until...